Hi there, I'm Andy, a moon chasing, manifesting, wander lover, and feel good aficionado. Consider me your woo woo best friend. This show is a sacred space for ideas, concepts, and modalities that might be considered taboo, but that I personally find a great magic in. In these conversations, my mission is to inspire confidence, worth, and mystical thinking in our modern world. Let's get into it, shall we? Okay, we are here. We are talking today about aging. Yeah, that topic that, is it spiritual? Is it taboo? Is it all of the things? Yeah, I think it is. I think it really is. And so why are we talking about aging? Well, I mean, truly, who isn't talking about aging on any given day, in any given magazine, on any given podcast, on any given Instagram page, et cetera, et cetera. However, we are inspired by we, I mean me, I am inspired to talk about aging today because of that JLo Instagram post from last week when she was celebrating her birthday. It said 52, what it do. And she was looking like a total badass bombshell babe, like she always does. So I saw the post. I saw lots of people sharing it. It was all over stories. It was all over the feed. It was all over the explore page. And I was reminded of some other inspiration that JLo supported me with. And that was when I made a decision back in 2018 to stop drinking alcohol. Now, in very full transparency, I had plenty of reasons to stop drinking alcohol besides the fact that I heard an interview with JLo in which she talked about it being her top tip for beauty. I had plenty of reasons like being a full-on champagne party girl most of my 20s and honestly very much into my 30s as well and having many a night of having blackout sort of experiences and making decisions that I would never have made by the light of day without a glass of champagne in my hand. And then I saw this interview with JLo and was like, wait a minute, her number one tip for anti-aging is no alcohol. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice if I could actually make a decision to do something like that? And that really struck me that in my mind, I could never give up alcohol. I was like, what in the mother effing F is that about that I can't do something that would greatly benefit my health and my well-being and from a vanity perspective, support me in looking youthful and more radiant longer. So long story, maybe not so short. JLo inspired me to make that shift. So that's a whole topic in itself. And we could talk about alcohol for the entire episode. I did a quick, very non-scientific poll on the Instagram stories this past week. And I was really honestly surprised to see that in the poll that I put up around alcohol, I asked the question, do you drink alcohol? 
And the two options were girl martini me or nope, green juice for me. So in the vote, 62% of you said that you choose green juice over martini or that you don't drink alcohol, basically. I was a bit surprised by that number. And also that could be that lots of the folks that are hanging out on my Instagram are incredibly focused on wellness and spirituality. And you've made a decision that alcohol really isn't for you. Or maybe there's just something shifting in the ether in which folks that historically have said, yeah, I'll have a martini or a glass of wine are starting to shift and choose other options. Now, whatever you choose... No judgment here. Truly, no judgment here. If you want to have martinis and wine and whatever else lights you up and makes you feel great, and you want to do it in a way in which you're taking care of yourself and it's a bit ritualistic and supporting what you need in that moment, go for it. Of course, if you have problems with drinking, which sometimes I think that I may have, I think it was disguised as being very much the norm. Let's get real. I think a lot of alcohol drinking in this country, especially, I don't know, maybe everywhere is disguised as being like very socially acceptable. And so binge drinking and drinking way too much, way beyond having a moment of a ritual over a glass of wine is considered normal. And we all know that we've, We've seen what happens when it goes from that ritualistic glass of wine to like the whole bottle. I mean, maybe we haven't all seen it, but many of us have. I know I certainly have. And I've, I've been that person that has gone from one glass of wine to the whole bottle. And oftentimes in our society, it's like, that's considered funny. It's like, or it's considered to be something that's like tales, like wartime tales from just being a especially for women, being a woman out on the scene. Plenty of times I remember having conversations with friends that were were like, oh yeah, I was so blacked out. I don't even remember what that conversation with that guy looked like. And that feels terrible to think about that there could be conversations that I engaged in in my life that I can't even recall now. That feels pretty ugly, but it's so normalized when it's happening. So We could have a whole conversation about that, and maybe we will. If that's something you guys want to spend more time on, we could definitely talk about it because I, for one, find that my intuitive connection, my connection to the divine, my connection to source, universe, God, whatever it is for you, has opened up significantly since I have chosen to not be someone who consumes alcohol. Now, I've also shifted quite significantly in regards to some of my wellness practices. So my meditation practices have amped up considerably. So there's definitely an opening there into that intuitive channel and those intuitive experiences that happens from meditation. But I have to think it all kind of goes hand in hand. So what we'll talk about today, in addition to this alcohol conversation, which we're already having, is what are some of the practices specifically in kundalini yoga? We're going to talk about those practices that are designed to support us in becoming ageless. It's beauty at all ages. I 
as you, most of you know, have just completed my certification to teach kundalini yoga with my teacher, Guru Singh, who is just a total gem, a mystic, the mystic of all mystics. I just adore Guru Singh. And I'm so excited about being able to bring more of these practices out into this community. I'm definitely going to host a workshop for, in the fall, I think, a kundalini approach to ageless living, that sort of workshop. But I want to talk about some of the practices and give you guys some of these to try out. And then I'd love to hear what works for you or what you start to notice makes a difference. And I will tell you, I specifically got into kundalini yoga kind of on accident. So years ago, I had tried out kundalini yoga through a series of classes. From the first time I ever became aware of kundalini yoga, I was really interested in it. I experienced classes quite a few times and it just wasn't really landing with me. I just wasn't quite connected to it yet. It was one of those things where it was like, I think this is for me, but it's not for me yet. It's not for me today. Then last year, in the midst of 2020, actually beginning of 2020, I signed up for a class very much on a whim. It was one of those things where I was in bed late at night, scrolling through Instagram. That's not very meditative, honestly, but it's what I was doing. And I had just started following this gal who I just kind of loved her aesthetic and her vibe and some of the messages she was sharing on Instagram. And I saw that she posted a class and the class was an art of radiance class. I had no idea what was going to happen in this radiance class. I just saw that the class was a class that would be taking place every morning for 30 days for an entire month. You were supposed to show up for class. I did not know what was going to be happening in this class every morning. And it was 6.30 a.m., I think, or 6 a.m., something like that. The class was starting, I think, like two days from when I saw this post. So I signed up. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. It's 2020. And can I get up at 6 a.m. and go to a class for 30 minutes a morning and increase my radiance? That sounds great. I'm very much into that idea. So I signed up for the class. I started the class. The class is called Benshin, by the way, and I'll leave it in the show notes because I'm sure many of you will be asking about what is this magic class? That's the name of the class, Benshin. I took the class. It was a Kundalini yoga class, and it was the first time I really connected deeply to the practice. And was there radiance practices? Most definitely. Was there a lot of conversation around ageless living, most definitely, but it went so much deeper than that. So kundalini yoga, for those that aren't familiar, is a practice that is a technology and science of becoming awake and aware while moving through the day-to-day experience of life. And you're moving through life when you incorporate this practice at a much more elevated state. Now, the reality is when we talk about vibrational frequencies and states states of being, we're all human. So we have moments where we are going to be low vibrational. When we're feeling anger or frustration or jealousy or envy, that's a low vibrational state. When we practice kundalini yoga, we're making a choice to 
be able to move out of that state much more quickly and into a higher frequency emotional state, which includes emotions like love and compassion and empathy and joy. So it's natural for us to cycle through these emotions. This practice gives us an opportunity to vibrate more quickly and regularly at a higher frequency. In this practice, we're choosing to counteract lower emotional turmoil. And that in itself is an ageless living practice. I'm going to get into some of the other practices. I'm going to share these with you. Some of these I've tried and some of these I have not and will certainly be trying. We can do this as a little test together. Beauty, vitality, anti-aging isn't necessarily an external process. True beauty, true ageless living is rooted in knowing how to access and activate your energetics to work more efficiently. It's all about learning how to move through life with less stress. That's the foundation of the yogic science that kundalini yoga is in regards to timeless and ageless living. In the practice of kundalini yoga, we work with what are called the 10 bodies and To take you through what those 10 bodies are, there's the soul body, the negative mind, the positive mind, and the neutral mind, the physical body, of course, the arc line, which the arc line is where we hold all of our karmic stuff. So it's everything we've ever said or done, anything we ever will say or do. And there's some really beautiful practices for clearing that space. So we're clearing our karmic, our karmic story, truly. The aura is our seventh body, the pranic body, the subtle body, and the radiant body. So when we're working with this anti-aging or ageless living sort of idea, we're working with each of those bodies in different ways. So if you found that you were living kind of hard in your 20s, 30s, kind of like I was, and you really weren't considering hydration and your body functioning and your vitality, and then all of a sudden you're having this awareness that your radiance and your natural glow is something that is really important to you, don't worry, it's not too late. Here's some practices that I suggest you try that I have tried that I find to be incredibly revitalizing. So the first one is the cold shower or cold therapy in general. You could do cold plunges. Lots of you have probably heard of Wim Hof. There was an episode on the Goop Netflix series that came out, I don't know, maybe last year, the year before, in which the whole Goop team goes through the Wim Hof experience. And it's about incorporating cold water into your wellness routine. So for me, I don't go out and do an ice swim every day, but what I do do is a cold shower once a day. And it doesn't mean you have to get in the shower, turn it on cold, stand there for 10 minutes and do your shampooing and your shaving and the whole thing in cold water. It's really it's really giving yourself that nice cold blast so that you can start to invite fresh blood to the surface of the body to really re-energize the skin. And 
everything that's beneath the skin too. So the way I do it is I get in the shower, I take my normal shower, I do a normal hot shower like most of us do. And then I turn that water like all the way, cold blast. And I start at my the bottom of my body, like feet, shins, calves, work up the thighs until I get to around my back. Then I go torso in, protecting the kidneys. You don't want to blast cold water on the kidneys. I don't exactly know the science behind that, but several teachers of mine have said, don't blast the kidneys with the cold water. So don't blast the kidneys, but work kind of around that area, working the cold water into your skin, moving all the way up. I focus on cold water to the armpits. Now, what the science around that is, I'm not exactly sure either, but I, my understanding is there's some lymph system stuff that you're able to reinvigorate through that cold water to the armpit. And look, disclaimer now, I'm not a doctor. This is not necessarily super scientific information I'm giving you about this shower. I'm just telling you what works for me. So cold water to the armpits, arms, and then I do my face and I count to 60 while I do my face. I'm like really getting my face with this like super blast of cold water. So by the time I get out of the shower, my face is like red from the cold water. All this blood has come to the surface. Before I step out of the shower, I do turn it back hot one more time. I don't go back over my face with the hot water, but I do go ahead and warm my body back up. And then I step out of the shower. That's my practice. So that's one practice I'd recommend giving a try and see what happens for you. I definitely feel like when I get out of that cold water shower, my feeling of euphoria is like turned up. I have energy. I have, so I don't necessarily recommend doing it like right before you go to bed, especially if you're really sensitive to energy keeping you awake at night. I can kind of sleep pretty well through anything, but maybe it's better for the morning for you if, or in the morning for you, if your energy affects that's that sort of like energy blast would affect how you sleep. Okay. The next practices I'm going to share with you. So there's a couple of practices we do over in my lunar living course. We do a lot of Kundalini style practices in my lunar living course. There's one called Swan Kriya and there's another one called Kundalini Cat Cow. Cat Cow a kundalini version is exactly like a cat cow in a regular vinyasa class. The difference is you're moving more quickly. So it's like a super sped up version of cat cow. And so how does that support your aging? What's the benefit of doing a fast cat cow? Well, the story is that a fast cat cow creates and then pumps a flux of cerebral spinal fluid through your system and supports collagen production. So you're moving that spinal fluid from the base of your spine down at the root of your body up the spine and then pushing it up towards the crown of the head. A lot of what we're doing in kundalini yoga is moving energy from the base of the spine up to the crown of the head. So in this case, we're moving that spinal fluid. The swan kriya does the same thing. You're kind of It's hard to describe this. Let me think of how to best describe this via audio since you can't see me. But you're kind of like sitting on your knees 
like you're floating across the surface of the water if you were on a lake like a swan would be. And then you do like a swan dive with the top of your body. So you take your head and you like dive forward and then dip your head as if you're going into the water and come back up. And you're kind of doing this like flowing motion with your spine. So what happens there too is you're working with this cerebral spinal fluid and upping the production of that, pumping it up towards your head and supposedly producing more collagen. And then of course, collagen has all sorts of benefits for our skin. Collagen production is a cellular process that uses amino acids to build sticky fibers within our body. And then that begins to plump up the skin and it helps that skin to stay tight on the face. You can also add collagen, of course, into your coffee or your smoothies, lots of different brands. I like Ancient Nutrition, but there's tons of brands that offer really high quality collagen. So Kundalini Cat Cow and Swan Kriya. Next, I want to talk about breath work. There's a lot of different breath work practices you can try out for anti-aging specifically. I like the practice of breath of fire. Breath of fire, you can do anytime, anywhere. It's an equal inhale and exhale through the nose. To get started, a really quick tip to get started with breath of fire is blow out through your nose like you're blowing into a tissue. And what's going to happen is you're automatically going to kind of snap back with the inhale. So it's a little weird to do on a podcast, but it's a slow and rhythmic breath at the beginning. And when you feel like you've got it going, you can start to speed it up and do really powerful exhale and inhales minimally for it to start to have visible benefits, you want to do three minutes a day. And if you can do more than that, three minutes, seven minutes, 11 minutes, it's a really good one. There's also a breath practice. It's really a meditation, but it's all around breath, this this particular breath, this particular meditation. It's called the Meditation for Enhancing Radiance. And in that breath, in that particular meditation, you're breathing through the mouth with, it's almost as if you're pursing your lips into an O shape, and then you're breathing through the mouth, like sipping through a straw. There's all sorts of science around why this O breath can create a shift in our parasympathetic nervous system and specifically activate the vagus nerve, which is the gateway to our parasympathetic nervous system. Obviously, when our nervous system is more at ease and balanced and cool, calm, and collected, we feel better, which will support us in ageless living. An O-breath is also cooling. It works like the same way breathing through the left nostril does. The left nostril is basically the side of when we breathe through that side, we're working with the right hemisphere of the brain. So that's our creative side, our intuitive side. It's our lunar energy side. So whether we're breathing through the left nostril or breathing through the mouth, we're engaging that side of our brain, which, hey, I think that 
tapping into our creativity and our intuition and our yin energy is really good for us anyways, but could also really support our ageless beauty as well. This last practice I'm going to share with you, this might sound seriously woo-woo to start with, but I think once I explain it, it'll make sense. So the practice is using mantra or chanting. Mantra means creative projection of the mind through sound. So how do we work with mantra? There's tons of beautiful mantras all over the internet that you can find, YouTube, Spotify, you can just search for Kundalini mantras and then start to search for the ones that you really like. A couple that we work with often in some of my courses, I am the light of my soul. I am creative infinity. I am bountiful, beautiful, and blissful. While obviously these make for really great affirmations, there's also a science in the way that our mouth is moving when your tongue, teeth, and upper palate connect in a certain way, the way that's needed to form specific mantras, your mouth creates specific shapes. The shapes then basically work as a sort of sound sacred geometry, The geometric structure then starts to create a frequency, basically an electrical current that moves through our face, our muscles, the tissue in our skin, our dermal and our subdermal layers. And then we begin to tone and strengthen and brighten and tighten the skin. It's like getting a microcurrent facial, kind of just in a different way, working from inside the mouth outwards. So chanting, I am the light of my soul. I am bountiful. I am beautiful. I am blissful. I am creative infinity. Or if you want to go a bit deeper and try out some kundalini mantras, a couple that I really like to work with, we do a practice called Soba Kriya. It's a Kriya for the prosperity of the universe I love a good prosperity Kriya. In that Kriya, there are multiple mantras that we work with. One is the word HUD. It's spelled H-A-R, but it's pronounced H-U-D, HUD. And that mantra means creative infinity. We, When we do that Kriya, that Kriya is about 15 minutes long. A Kriya, by the way, is a Kundalini, basically like a Kundalini series of asanas like you might know from vinyasa yoga that are all put together to create a complete action. So they have breath and they have meditation and they have movement and they all come together to form a complete experience. So in that Soba Kriya practice, we chant HUD and we chant that for three plus minutes. Then we chant Wahe Guru, which is W-A-H-E G-U-R-U, which translates to Wahe is wondrous or wonderful. And Guru is the bringing of darkness into light. So this, this wonderful bringing of dark to light. So we chant these things, Hud, meaning creative infinity. Wahe Guru, wonderful darkness from coming into light. And while it's a beautiful affirmation to 
bring into the mind, of course, that can't hurt. There's also this electromagnetic frequency that we're starting to create by the way we're moving our mouths. Chanting mantra, you can start to feel it. You'll do a 15-minute practice like a soba kriya, and your body will be electric. It will be. It just, it is. It's incredibly, incredibly magical. So I challenge you to try out chanting mantras. Start with, I am bountiful. I am blissful. I am beautiful. Try that three minutes a day. Report back. Let me know what your radiance level is like after you experience that for three minutes a day for a month or so. Okay. I think that's it for us for today. I love this conversation. I'm really excited to host a class, a Kundalini approach to ageless living, ageless beauty workshop this fall. Keep an eye out. I'll keep you posted on when we're going to have that workshop. I definitely want to do more of that in person when we're all really gathering live together again, but we'll definitely do a virtual class. And I want to hear your thoughts Ageless approaches to living. What are you doing in regards to alcohol? I definitely have plenty of stories I could share about the alcohol part of my life and why I'm so grateful that it's not a part of my life anymore. Okay, if this episode has resonated with you, I would love for you to share it. We love when you share the show on social media. Tag us. Our show page is Your Woo Woo BFF. My page is Wee Wee Girl. And I love having conversations and DMs about these episodes. So if something's resonating with you, definitely let me know. Of course, pass the episode on to a friend. If there's a friend that would benefit from exploring these practices, leave us a review. Tell us what practices you're trying out and how they're working for you. We'd love to hear from you that way too. With that, this episode inspired by the fabulous Jennifer Lopez and her 52nd birthday is complete. I am having a birthday actually coming up, gosh, next week. Yeah, next week, August 5th, and it will be my 44th birthday. Mm, Yes, I love that angel number is the birthday that's coming up for me and It feels really fitting during this time of what I'm considering to be a really heightened spiritual phase of my life. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. You are such magical, such special people. Continue to do the work. Let us know how it's going. I'll see you again next week. We have another solo episode and then we're back with a whole series of interviews coming up for the remainder of August and September. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.